Welcome back to another Untitled Movie Review. I am one of your hosts, Matt Rohrbeck, alongside he's allergic to tomatoes, but he's tomato meter approved, Eric Marchin. Matt, I'm tripping out here, man. Yeah, in a grocery store or? Well, just in life in general, you know, always be tripping. Today, we are reviewing Katow Sakurai's Bad Trip, starring Eric Andre, Lil Ray Howry, and Tiffany Haddish. Um, and uh, from our buddy Jeff Tremaine and other people, too, who you guys might know as the director and kind of producer of The Jackass uh cinematic universe he's the kevin feige of the jackass uh cinematic universe is this part of that sort of um it's kind of similar to movies like jackass or borat that came earlier this year and and, or just for laughs gags yeah sure (laughs) yeah um you're i mean you're not wrong eric uh what did i enjoy more uh the 13 seconds of just for laughs gags i see on cbc when after the hockey game or something or this well you'll have to listen to find out yeah that's it Uh, I thought you were going to go into what the movie was. Oh, about, no, 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 no. I think you nailed it. Um, I mean, literally, no, I, I mean, you, you, you kind of put the, the, the premise or the pitch of what this is essentially a, a jackass Borat kind of combo with Eric Andre, who's best known for the Eric Andre show. He's kind of in the same vein as like Tim and Eric. Um, the director of the film is also even worked on that show. And if you've seen any of Eric Andre's stuff, what he's kind of known for in terms of his sense of humor is sort of physical sight gags and usually uncomfortable dark comedy, dark comedy uncomfortable stuff. situations yeah. to the point of where the comet it's funny and then it's exhausting and it's not funny, but then it's funny again because it's just so dumb and it keeps going. And his commitment to the bit to is the amazing. Bit. And, yeah. and actually, he is an interesting guy. And I, I I can't believe I'm recommending this. But if you watch his uh, episode of Hot Ones, he he's interesting to sort of like – I mean, he's still doing his thing where like he smashes plates on his head and stuff like that. But like you actually kind of get a sense of who he is comedically and and – so I was kind of intrigued by the premise of this and him to kind of get, you know, get his own movie. And this film as well as had a really weird trajectory because it was right. supposed to be an Orion release, MGM Orion release back uh, last year. And it also was uh, at one point going to uh, play South by Southwest and kind of was going to get its big kind of, you know, um, premiere there. And then, you know, COVID. Right. You know, yeah, and that's yeah. the way things are. Like most movies last year. Yeah. So yeah. Netflix has picked it up and it It weirdly got leaked onto Amazon Prime. Right. Do you remember this? Yes, like, yeah. Which it, like, I feel was almost like maybe that was an intentional stunt. Like yeah. I almost feel like Eric Andre and and you know the rest of the crew were just like, you know what, let's just let's just leak this thing online for a week or something like that. Or But it's so weird because like whether they were in negotiations with Amazon Prime, like as they were negotiating with Netflix or something, but it's just weird that it or maybe internationally, some of the stuff I have no idea what exactly happened. I just remember it was like on there for a little while and people watched it. <laughs> It's like, all right, cool. Yeah, so Eric Andre basically plays, you know, a heightened version of himself in a way. Chris Carey. Chris Carey. (laughs) uh, A a gentleman who is living in Florida, kind of a dead-end job, going nowhere fast. Same thing with his buddy, uh, Bud. Bud. (laughs) 
<laughs> Bud Malone, which is the most made up movie name uh, you could possibly come up with, played by Lil Rel Howery, uh, who's probably best known for for movies like Get Out. He was just in uh, Judas and the Black Messiah, has a small but pivotal role in that movie. And sort of what kickstarts their whole trip from Florida to New York is that Bud uh, basically cross paths with the girl of his dreams, uh, Maria, um, who is a, uh, art curator and, and has her own gallery in New York and, you know, kindly, but cautiously <laughs> invites him if he's ever there, which is, you know, basically just saying like, you know, you're not going to show up, but if you do, you know, you can come and check out this gallery and I'll be there to give you a tour. And so he takes that as an open invitation to hit the road um, the only way that they do that, though, or the way that they do that is uh, by taking uh, Bud's sister's car, who's played by Tiffany Haddish, uh, who is a convict who just recently escaped from jail. Uh, and they travel in her car called the Bad Bitch, which which is like a pink, like 90s car yeah. almost, or something like that. And again, like this does sound kind of like a fun premise and sort of it's taking the buddy comedy formula on the road. But what it's kind of doing to subvert those expectations is that it's also sort of creating a framework for uh, real encounters, non-scripted encounters uh, in various locations and playing pranks with people as uh, Georgie <laughs> crawls across uh, Matt's uh, desk there. But yeah, and 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 these scenes like in Jackass, but even more maybe specifically, it's closer to something like Bad Grandpa, um, which is the Jack Jackass spinoff, right? Where yes. like you have, again- you, Which Jeff Tremaine also did, Yeah, right? you have scenes where- you have characters that are either in on it. Like there's probably a, a, quite a few actors that are in any one scene kind of, you know, keeping things going. Helping, yeah. yeah. Helping things kind of move along or make sure that, you know, the performers are safe and things like yeah. that. Yeah. And while there are moments of cringe, and I think that, you know, I, I found myself having a hard time looking at certain things when, when you're getting those kind of reactions, I just kind of felt that like I was thinking, well, this has already been done to full effect in movies like Borat and Jackass and just for laugh gags, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, you know, and and this movie, I, I mean, like, you'll talk about it more, Matt, but it does kind of have this kind of nasty quality yeah. to it that kind of feels like, you know, like it, it's it's not only making fun of the people in the scene, but it's making fun of sort of anything and everything to do with sort of, you know, locations and just the idea of, you know, this character kind of being somebody who maybe is, you know, uh, has maybe some problems emotionally and, and, and mentally and, and like, yeah. It's kind of and, icky. and I just, it is icky. And, th- and that's, I think my biggest problem with the movie. Like I, I know Eric Andre. I like, I like, you know, I'm fine with, you know, dark comedy, surreal comedy, strange, weird comedy and prank comedy is always like, Oh, uh, I think a tricky area to play in because I never wanted to feel mean spirited or like you're putting someone in a like icky position. Like you're saying, whether you're scaring them or you're making them like, feel bad about themselves or the situation around them or like if the if the prank is targeted at people and not to like make fun of yourself um then i sometimes have an issue with that if you're putting someone in a position that will make them feel super uncomfortable which a lot of prank shows do if they're not in on it like i have sometimes um like 
or if they're not your friend, like in punked or something like that, or impractical or, or jokers, or yeah, things like, like that. that stuff is like I just I don't know. Prank comedy is always a weird kind of area. And, and Jackass, the stuff I enjoy the most are when those morons hurt themselves or do things to themselves, right? They're doing stunts not to fuck with other people, but just to do something moronic to themselves. Because then they're in control. They they decided to be put in that situation. Um, the stuff where they run through the mall in like a thong or something like that. Like that shit is like, okay, whatever. That's funny. That's ridiculous. But when you think someone is getting hurt or injured or you smash through you know, a wall to make a, a a cleaning lady think that something horrible is happening and you never explain the situation to that person until much after, or you think the guy's too drunk and he falls off a ceiling through a thing. Like in the moment, yeah, you might have like a, a quick laugh, but you got to think at the people that are in that moment and go like, that's kind of horrible for those people. Like you're not just doing something silly. That's like, Oh, haha, look at this ridiculous thing that's happening. You're actually causing anxiety or causing stress in people when they see a car accident or they see, you know, something like that. And then there are a couple other things that I just couldn't vibe with at all with like, I never think rape jokes are funny, even if it's an animal, like, raping someone and like that stuff i just think is totally uncalled for and is not funny at all like to see even a man going to a gorilla uh thing at a zoo and 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 that happen and it's played off for laughs like i just it just seems like when you're fucking with people and then doing things like that, that I'm like, there's a line. Like I get, he has a dark sense of humor and I'm, I'm fine with most dark comedy, but when you also place that in a situation when someone is watching that happen to them. Yeah. After when you, in the credits, you can show, Oh, it was just a movie. It's all funny. Like we got you. It's like, sure. Then everyone's going to laugh and go, Oh my God, thank God. It was just a joke. But I'm like in that moment, it still feels very mean spirited and like, and, and targeted and, and just kind of nasty. And like, you're not just doing something like that's not just Eric Andre going, Oh, it's embarrassing to me. Like when his, you know, his, clothes come off and that like oh his his balls are hanging out like okay that's kind of funny or whatever but like when you do things are like them beating up on the fake blind guy at the like um at the farmer's market i'm like that is totally to me like crossing a line that's not funny at all like it's just not funny to see like uh, get a reaction out of people to see if you kicked a blind guy in the in the nuts like that's just like we're talking about lowest common denominator to the point where it's like actually becomes offensive um like i'm fine with like you know fucking with people as long as it's pretty harmless but like i felt too often than not i'm like you're just putting people in situations that just made everyone uncomfortable and that's not very funny to me and that's what prank comedy and to defend you know the genre or whatever i talked about jackass a little bit of how the stuff i enjoy the most aren't isn't really when they're you know, sure, you you get put Spike Jones in an old man thing and have his balls fall out at a gym or whatever, like or or, or no, sorry, he's the granny, right? And Johnny Knoxville's the the man. Yeah, they're like, both in old age stuff, makeup. And that you're not, you're just doing like silly things. Like I, I never felt like it's, it's, it's. There are times where yes, if someone might think this 
elderly person's injured and and that stuff I still don't necessarily super vibe with of like you're putting stress on people in those situations. And then in Borat, yes, it is a lot of times pulling pranks on people, but I felt like with Borat in both movies, um, Sasha Baron Cohen is intelligent enough to know who he's kind of putting in these situations and he leaves it up to them to make themselves either look bad or be put into like, he just kind of instigates it, but like he's it, there's a meta commentary there on, and we talked about it in our Borat subsequent movie film review, which you guys should go check out if you want my full thoughts on that. But like with that, I feel like there's a commentary that Sasha Baron Cohen, whenever he's doing one of these pranks, he's trying to, you know, say something with each of them, with how these people are reacting to him as Borat, where this movie, I'm like, what is it necessarily saying? Like, there's some stuff on race where you're putting Tiffany Haddish's, you know, character, she's trying to chase down, you know, her brother in in this pseudo narrative that the movie's trying to say. So you have some interesting kind of commentary on how you know you know white people react to them in in certain situations and i think the movie maybe tried to touch on some of that but then it's not trying to really go very deep into any of that kind of stuff it's more played purely for laughs and it doesn't necessarily have like a at least to me a commentary um it's just kind of like let's sit do some dumb shit that's so over the top to get a reaction out of people and i've ranted for too long but that's ultimately why i didn't find much of the movie was funny like there are a few bits that i like laughed at i thought the army dude vaping is a great (laughs) like is a great sight gag like right after the conversation between them and then like they just the camera sits on this army dude who's like just talking to eric andre and eric andre is trying to get a, a reaction out of him and then right as he walks away he just takes a big hit of his vape and i thought like that was pretty funny and another thing like or the parking go, lot spe- guy like the guy who 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 lets uh both uh eric andre and lil rel howry uh take the take the car and then when tiffany haddish comes in and she has her kind of big explosive moments and afterwards he's just kind of like oh boy <laughs> yeah like that stuff is funny because that doesn't feel mean-spirited it just feels like okay, that person was just like, what the hell was that? But then like things like the Chinese finger trap thing right. of like they're, they're two dicks and then going to a Chinese restaurant. Like, and like that's played for a laugh. And I'm like with everything that like, especially that scene being in there in, in everything that's going on in the last, you know, couple weeks or so is just like, to me, offensive and not funny. And it's just like, that's played as a laugh because their penises are caught in a Chinese finger and trap. And it's a sight gag, and like, right? And it's a sight gag of going okay fake penises let's go into this chinese restaurant where people are just trying to enjoy their lunch and you fucking completely like it's not funny it's not funny no and like i i respect eric andre i've seen some of his show and i like his surrealist kind of strange tim and eric style comedy but in a in a prank thing like this i feel like too often it just feels nasty and like just to get a see like let's do this fucking crazy thing and see how people react and it never is funny to me throughout the whole thing and like the only things i laughed at were the couple things we said which were probably the most you know the lightest moments of the movie yeah they're just <laughs> so kind of know. throwaway like, shots for the most part or reaction shots to the end of the scene and you know going back to jackass again like the thing that I also love about the Jackass movies and even the show is that there is a, a sense of creativity when it comes to creating the stunts and sort of what they're doing and the way that they're shot. Like, even though, yeah, they're, they're, they're cheaply made, they're GoPro cameras in the last one, but there's something 
there's something thought out and sort of there's a structure to it the way that like a mission impossible movie almost is like they think about the set piece before going in where this is so slapdash and it just kind of feels like okay we're going to have a, a scene where eric andre and little Ralph howry kind of come into you know uh you know, a cowboy bar and they're the only sort of, uh, you know, people of color in this, this one bar. And we're going to see how that kind of goes, but there's, there's nothing other than that going on. There's no extension to sort of like how the scene plays out visually speaking or how far Andre goes to sort of, you know, set up a stunt. It's just kind of thrown together and sort of waiting for the reaction. And it's just so sloppy and uninteresting and then like again the buddy comedy stuff isn't really interesting or well developed at all necessary no no and and it's 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 the tissue or the sort of basically the 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 bridge of what's kind of connecting the film together as a narrative but it doesn't work really at all because there's no really invested interest in these two guys friendship to begin with you know like it's just not interesting and none of the story really kind of you're not engaged by the characters and you're not rooting for them to kind of you know make it to where they're going or or you know for andre's character to succeed and you know win the the love of his life over whatever that means it's just it's just so uninspired and lazy and it it just kind of feels like it's a movie that was cobbled together after you know the crew of the eric andre show smoked a doobie and said hey you know we should do like a a punked impractical jokers-esque sort of knockoff yeah you know we should we should but how can anyone know jeff tremaine (laughs) but how can we do this as like a movie well maybe we should frame it as like a buddy comedy story or something like that cross-country road trip like a bull rat thing uh and then that's kind of how it came together like it was almost like written on a bar napkin or something um yeah and again like i'm not against these movies i just felt that it just was lazy and uninspired for the most part and Again, like I really do like that Eric Andre is fearless and that there's no filter with him. And oh, there's totally, something yeah. kind of unpredictable and funny about that in the same way that, like, again, like Tim Heidecker is. But it just doesn't this is not the showcase to get more people interested in his sort of style of comedy. This is just kind of revolting and repugnant in 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 most ways. And and again, like it's not the worst thing I've ever seen, but it just kind of feels yeah. like a missed opportunity to actually think about what they're doing and structure something. And then it's not as easy as it looks when it comes to making a bow rat or a jackass. Like you think, Oh, I can just throw up some camera somewhere and get people's reactions. No, Do some crazy shit. Yeah. And there like, is some this... thought that goes into this stuff. Yeah. And I think you need to be, I mean, Jackass isn't necessarily saying anything, but... Um, no, it's just saying that these it, guys are a bunch of idiots and I'm glad that they're doing this instead of yeah. getting into trouble with the law or something like that. Yeah, uh, I agree. And mm-hmm. like, so I, I took... It was a chore watching this after the first 20 minutes. And it's only me. an hour, like, 24 minutes as well, yeah. but it feels a lot longer because you just want to get out of this experience they'd be they'd be better as youtube sketches which is where all prank stuff should mostly live if you want to continue doing that and i just to put it into a movie i feel like you really need to have a crew that is totally fearless like those jackass guys and that creativity of like what is the most wild thing we can do but do it to ourselves 
like the least interesting bits of jackass i think are the things that they do in the public space i'm not like the 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 things that i remember the most aren't necessarily you know those stunts that you do you know in person i mean a lot of it you know but again you're hurting yourself i don't know maybe i'm 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 digging a, a hole here of like maybe i'm thinking jackass is more private when a lot of it is public but maybe i have foggy brain of it right but, but no but they but again they're still only really hurting themselves and you know they are getting a rise out of other people but it's mostly the audience and i just feel that again some of that illusion is broken here because the whole time any situation that's presented to you where there's going to be a stunt performed or sort of a moment of, of conflict or interaction with a, a non-professional, I'm thinking to myself, how many of the people surrounding them are sort of prompt actors to kind of get the scene started? Because you'll see some faces blurred out throughout the movie. And that usually means that they didn't sign a press release or were not willing to participate. Um, but the people that do, you kind of like, all I was thinking was like, okay, who's an actor or who's sort of there to kind of get things started. And it takes you out of the illusion of the scene as well. So, you know, like that is also going against it in terms of just being sort of, you know, self-conscious or self-aware of what's going on in, in any one sort of scene. Um, yeah, yeah. You can just watch this on Just for Laughs, Gags, in Canada. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If anyone, God, what a show! Um, I'm gonna give the movie a, a one out of five. I really did not enjoy it at all. I'll go to one point five. Uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, you guys can check out uh, some more reviews. We have tons of great content. Sorry, an airplane is going by. You might be able to hear it. Um, on this channel right now, we have reviews out for Amazon's Invincible, the first three episodes, which is an adult animated series based on Robert Kirkman's comic book. You guys should definitely check that out. It comes out uh, this Friday, the 26th, I think. Yeah. Is that right? Um, as well as a review for the first episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, we got a review for Zack Snyder's Justice League. Um, tons of stuff over on this channel for you guys to check out. Uh, Nobody, uh, starring Bob Odenkirk, uh, up on the channel right now. So please go check out uh, all of that. Uh, I think as you're listening to this, Invincible should be out. So please go check out those. Those, uh, It's really, really dope. Um, please go check out the Untitled Movie Podcast. Our newest draft uh, has Eric and I talking about... Um, south by southwest and all the newest trailers and news in the entertainment industry uh as well as uh many other things uh please drop us a follow on all those social medias at untitled underscore cast and drop us a review if you would be so kind on your podcast service of choice uh on any of our podcasts that we put out untitled movie podcast untitled movie reviews and untitled movie conversations which we're still trying to figure out what we want to do with but it's there we have some great interviews up there for you guys to check out um as always, my name is Matt Rohrbeck. You can find more of my work around the internet, but mostly at UntitledMoviePodcast.com. And you can follow me on all of those social medias at Matt Rohrbeck. And I'm Eric March, and you can find more of my video reviews at RogersTV.com slash CinemaScene and on the social medias at EM6211. Uh, until next time. Man, that really was a bad trip. <laughs>